This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. We understand that some of our opinions will not be shared with many people and hope you can still bear with us in order to hear amazing Wisconsin-based stories. We are not licensed therapists or able to give legal advice by any means. Our show notes will provide all of our source materials included for each episode. Now Now on on to to the the show. Welcome back to All Distance of Wisconsin. I'm Fallon and I'm here with Mims. And Mims, you want to introduce our special guest today? Absolutely. We have Chad from, he's actually the creator and the host of Freakier Than Fiction, um, the podcast. And what's super cool is that he is from all the way from Australia. So, whoop, whoop, Chad's in the house. <laughs> Very exciting. How's it going? Very exciting to uh, to be here on the podcast with you two ladies. Thank you so much for having uh, me on. It's um, it's a real pleasure to be invited to uh, be a part of your podcast today. Thanks for joining us as well. Um, so, what is going on in Australia? What is something that we don't know? You know, that's going on over there like true crime wise or just in general in general you know what actually kind of have a specific question yeah do you guys have like uh spiders at rain over there is that a thing <laughs> spiders at rain. yeah uh, i've heard of wildlife weather aka spider rain in australia and i want to know from the source if it's actually true i haven't personally seen it happen Thank so, God. <laughs> I, can't, I can't confirm or deny that there is spider rain over here. And and no, we don't ride kangaroos to school and work. That was my second <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. Well, I really wanted to know that. And I am left with more questions than anything. Well, but <laughs> more questions. No, it's uh, generally pretty safe over here in Australia, no matter how many... Uh, crazy videos that you see of all the uh, the wildlife that can and will kill you if you come across it. But generally, if you if you leave it alone, it will also leave you alone. But yeah, we, we are known for having quite a number of uh, dangerous animals here and people wonder how we, uh, how we survive and live. But uh, it's all good. Uh, I'm still here, so... <laughs> <laughs> There, yeah. are, there are other things to be watching out for in Australia as well. So not just the, the scary animals with, yeah, as we'll find out later on, I guess. What's the, what's the weather like today on a, like, cause for right now here it's springtime. Um, yep. So it's kind of a hit or miss for us. So I'm kind of curious, is it like hot year round for you? Uh, not, well, it can and it can't be. I mean, um, I don't know if you know, Australia very well, but I, I'm in Queensland. Uh, Queensland's known for being like more of a warmer state, especially further up north. Um, it can still get quite cold. At the moment today, it's about 23 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that relates to Fahrenheit to you guys. Um, I think we're just coming into autumn or soon, yeah, coming into autumn, winter time. So it will start oh. to get a little bit you'll start to get a bit colder, but like it doesn't, it doesn't snow where I am or anything like that. So 
That's nice. Yeah. Uh, 23 degrees Celsius, um, 73 here. 73, yeah. So it can yeah. it can snow further down south, like uh, in New South Wales, Victoria, um, Tasmania. But uh, generally, up here in Queensland, it doesn't. Like further south, sometimes it can. But um, about three hours or so south from where I live, it it can snow sometimes, but it, it's very rare. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm learning something new. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we typically just dive into it, but I do think that we have a quick uh, true crime update, Fallon. Um, I think you know what I'm talking about. Do you want to talk about that quick and then we can go into ours? Yeah. A few episodes ago, I had done an episode about a missing person in northern Wisconsin, uh, Theodore, or Teddy as they called him, Aggie. He had went missing in the Athelstein Cribbits area, and unfortunately he was found deceased this past weekend. Yeah. And they're saying there's no foul play suspected at this time, but they're investigating, and as things come out, we'll let you know. Yep. Um, so our condolences to the family and the friends and uh, his entire community, our hearts go out to them. Yeah, that's definitely not the outcome that we wanted to see happen, but I'm glad that they at least found him. Yes. Yep. Okay, so we are going to tell you, Chad, and our listeners of the Morgan Taylor Lund case that happened in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I haven't heard haven't heard of this, so um, I'm looking forward to it. Good. It's a pretty new one, so. All right. You want me to get started then? Yes, ma'am. All right. On February 18th of this year, 2023, the police were called to a residence on Jefferson Street in Oshkosh at around 8 a.m. And the call was kind of weird. There was a report of a sister freaking out and a boyfriend bleeding, possibly stabbed in the arms. So the police arrived and a young male guided the police upstairs. And there they found a woman who would later be identified as Morgan Lund with blood covering both of her legs, her feet, her hands, and her arms. So that had to be like shocking to walk in and to see a young woman just covered in blood. Especially because I looked at her pictures as we, you know, we always do just for reference. Yeah. She's young, like Mm -hmm. probably younger than me. And And, you know, she just looks like a typical uh, Midwest girl. And that would be, I would be so confused. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, I was just going to look and see. She was born in 2001, so 22. Mm-hmm. Super young. Um, Not even 22 yet. 21 right now. She'll be 22. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And she's just like young, blonde, just. Typical. Cute. Yeah, typical Wisconsin girl. Mm -hmm. And she was seen leaning over the sectional and applying pressure to what they would later find out was her boyfriend, his wounds um, on his upper right chest and shoulder. 
So, of course, they wanted to question her because it was just her and the victim and their young infant. Well, I guess she was about, how old was the baby? About one. Yeah. Yeah. And the baby. So it's just the three of them in the apartment by themselves. So the police go to talk to Morgan and Morgan is being very strange. And so she says she thought she saw something when she attacked her unidentified, which I guess they say it's her ex-boyfriend now. They're still living together, but they had been broken up for a month or two. Mm-hmm. But they're still living there. She was sleeping in the room with the baby. He was sleeping on the couch, just probably just trying to make it work because housing is hard. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> when you're young with the child. Yeah. So they were still sharing an apartment and she says she thought she saw something. And then she said she was worried there's something wrong with her head. Just like very weird things, not making any sense. And she said she was sleeping in the bedroom. Around 6.30, the baby had woken her up and she brought the baby out into the living room where her ex was sleeping on the couch. I also don't know why she was just bringing the baby to the sleeping ex. Like, what was he going to do? But right, the whole thing is weird. Yeah, I don't get it. No. Then she said she had a muddled memory of something that might have been a dream or her imagination, but she thought that her boyfriend was yelling at their daughter. But then she also said she saw a dark, non-human figure, a phenomenon that she's been hallucinating for the last six months. And she started to attack the figure, but she was actually attacking her ex-boyfriend. She's saying that originally she was coming to his defense and she grabbed a pair of scissors and started trying to kill the figure, but was indeed stabbing her ex-boyfriend repeatedly with these scissors. That's so awful. Like being stabbed is like, I, I wouldn't want to go through that at all. Like, I think I'd almost rather get shot than get stabbed for some reason. It just seems more gruesome to me. It's really it feels really personal right you have to be very close to do that Mm -hmm. a lot of force yeah very scary yeah especially with uh scissors yeah Yeah, right scissors would not be uh would be easy yeah because they're a little bit more dull than you know an average uh pair or a knife sorry um Mm -hmm. so i yeah that's extra force right there yeah Yeah. generally when people do stab with scissors they have the scissors closed so it's not even like the sharp blade parts that's stabbing people yeah and so the boyfriend wakes up while this is going on and manages to get her off of him fortunately Mm -hmm. and like when the police had arrived he was saying like what the fuck is wrong with you why in my sleep bro like, he, he understands, this is my child's mother mm-hmm. on top of me, stabbing me in my sleep. Like, why the fuck would you do that? And it makes me feel like when he says, why in my sleep, it makes me feel like it's been done before. Like, okay, but why would you do that in my sleep when I can't defend myself? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. 
like, and, like and, he's attacked him before sort of thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought when I did see that. So I don't know. Yeah, me too. Like, why not at least give me a chance to defend myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, or like, I'm clearly not doing anything to you. I'm sleeping. Right. That too. Yeah. So she keeps talking to investigators and then her story just came, kind of bounces around between different ideas of what could be happening. Um, she says she didn't know what was happening. She says she had a dream. She says she saw this figure. But at one point she said, I don't want to lose custody. So I don't know if that is something that they had been arguing over. Right. And so there's a lot of stuff going on with her. A lot of inconsistencies in her stories between like she started, she came out there because he was yelling at her daughter and then she saw the figure and then she was dreaming, but no, there's something wrong with her head and just all this different stuff isn't really adding up. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about Morgan. Morgan was a pretty typical college age woman, like we said. Um, she likes to go to parties, has a lot of friends, appears to be just like a normal person. Right. But clearly she she isn't a normal person because we don't all run around stabbing our exes even if we want to sometimes yeah even (laughs) if we want to we we have some control (laughs) yeah and the very interesting fact is that she worked at Winnebago Mental Health Institute that makes me think that she's heard about some of these things before Mm. right yeah and like The fact that she first said, like, she was coming or, or like, making herself seem like she was so scattered, maybe that was, like, uh, she was building a defense, like, right away. Right. She was building a defense right away. I feel like she took things that she probably heard there. If people aren't familiar, Winnebago Mental Health Institute works with people that have to be institutionalized for their mental health issues, so... Mm-hmm. If you are suffering from schizophrenia or things like this and you need to be in a facility to get the help that you need, like you can't get it when you're on the street, then you go to the Winnebago Mental Health Institute. So these are people that actually do see things like figures and other mm-hmm. things. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like she could have heard about these things from there. And I also feel like if you've worked there, and you're seeing these things yourself, you you know that you need to get help. Why would you yeah. just say, I've been seeing a figure for six months and not do anything about it? Right, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. It's very strange to me. And she also has had at least one previous run-in with the law because she was found guilty of theft, retail theft in December of 2022. So not that long before this happened. Right. Okay, so although Morgan stabbed the unidentified ex-boyfriend a total of 19 times, he lived. He was stabbed in the back, in the shoulders, uh, chest, uh, feet, his hands. And this man pulled through. He definitely fought for his life. And I just, I can't believe that. Yeah. 
And yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like you can definitely survive an attack like this. And that's like pure willpower, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And there is a kicker. Uh, this isn't her first time that she had behaved violently towards her ex-boyfriend. Um, so it wasn't like a fluke incident. Uh, he stated they argue on a daily basis, but he shuts the argument down because he does not want to be involved with her anymore. She has threatened him in the past, but has never threatened to kill him as far as he's aware. Um, so definitely undertones of violence in this relationship. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting too that he actually said like, well, she's never threatened to kill me that I'm aware of. Like, right. That's an odd statement as well. Like not directly to me, but it could have been said. <laughs> yeah, like she could have told people that, but she's never said it to me and they haven't told me that she said that, but it's possible that she said that. Like, Yeah, yeah. He definitely let that left that door open of that. Yeah. It could have happened. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Apparently, she had been violent with her boyfriend throughout their three-year relationship. And this is where we circle back to the topic of domestic abuse and violence. It goes both ways as far as genders. Um, it's always important to remember that, that it's not just a one-sided thing. Mm -hmm. Morgan was officially charged with attempted first-degree intentional homicide, a Class A felony, and domestic abuse, and her bond was set at $2,500,000. She was also ordered to not have any contact with the victim and the child unless under supervision, uh, which is really good because I feel like that's kind of standard with domestic abuse charges. You can't have contact with the victim at all. And it does suck that they do share a child so that there is a link there. She could lose the rights to her child because if you try to kill your um, child's parent, that's mm -hmm. one of the grounds for losing your rights to your child in Wisconsin. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. You can't try to kill the other parent. Absolutely not. Acceptable. On March 6th of this year, Morgan pleaded not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. So we all seen that coming. And mm -hmm. like we mentioned before, it may have been something that she was building towards um, from the very start. On April 13th, so literally maybe two weeks ago, the defense attorney, Scott uh, Simon. Seaman. Seaman? Okay. Uh, requested a second NGI evaluation in addition to the NGI report provided by Dr. Miller on April 5th, 2023, this year, um, that was ordered on March 7th, and that was approved by Judge Brian Kieberlin. Uh, and then the next hearing will be held on June 12th for further proceedings. So we will know for sure what will happen with her and I don't have a lot of hope that she won't, you know, have some definite sentencings for her, but we never know. Yeah, so to me, it looks like the defense did not like the NGI report that the prosecution got. So then right. they request their own. So then it's like a battle of doctors and they're both going to say what the other side wants them to say. Like, if I hire you, you say what I want you to say, basically. Yeah, and 
I I think it's so biased when they when that happens and I feel like almost like a third party should be like involved mm-hmm. when it comes to this because like you said they're gonna say well this is what we're leaning towards what can you what what do you think is like gonna help us with that for both so yeah it, it's I mean, not they should be unbiased because there's psychiatrists but exactly and that is the Morgan Lund case from Oshkosh. Um, and I forgot to mention the sources we have, uh, New York Post, Fox 11 News, and op.com. And then you're going to be listed in the show notes as well. And that is it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're, we're, we're wild over here. That's for sure. <laughs> Wisconsin yeah, is a like, wild place. I was I was looking up uh, stuff when we first got in contact about like what famous crimes and stuff have like happened in Wisconsin, and I was sort of surprised to see like what the sort of top ten was. <laughs> like, what you know, did you What did you come across? I'm very interested. Uh, obviously, I came across uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Of course, yep. Um, he, I think, he was like number one. Yes. Um, what else? Oh, the Slender Man killings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was also there. Um, Ed, Ed Gein, or Gein, I don't know how you pronounce it. Ed his Gein, name. yep. Ed Gein, who, you know, obviously one of the most infamous serial killers in, in the United States who inspired horror movies like the the Texas Chain Massacre and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, those were just a couple off the top of my head that I can remember coming across. So. Yeah. yeah, they're all pretty gruesome. That's for sure. Yeah. I blame okay. it on the cold. Yeah. You blame it I on the too. cold. It's just too cold. People go crazy. It's too cold. <laughs> That's true. But then we think about Florida and they're pretty crazy too. So maybe yeah. it's the hate in Florida. Yeah, it could it could be. <laughs> it could be. All right. Well, that is the end of this episode. We do have more coming with Chad, so stay tuned. All the Sins of Wisconsin was written, recorded, edited, and produced by Fallon and Mims. Thank you so much to all of our listeners, supporters, friends, and family that continually allow us to do what we love. If you love our show as much as we love you, please give us a glowing rating and review. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we are up to and email us your sinner tales at allthesinsofwi at gmail.com. Episodes of All the Sins of Wisconsin are available for free wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't Don't forget, forget, we we love you. you.